Hello, good morning. Welcome to another episode of the Daily. This episode finds you on the 18th of June, Friday, and we are at the end of yet another work week. If you've recently begun to tune in to the Daily, welcome. My name is Andre. I, along with、uh, fellow pastor Janice and our producer Axel,、uh, has really intended and designed this podcast to aid you in your spiritual life, your journey, to really center or help you center your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, even as you live through the day. Now we don't really keep track of who listens to the daily, but、uh, would you do just do me a favor if you? Our regular listener of the daily,、uh, just make it known to us. I would just love to hear from you, and just love to hear who's been tuning in to these podcasts. And so, just make yourself known either by reposting the podcast on Instagram or drop、uh, one of us a text. We'd love to hear from you. And so, with all that being said, let us begin today's podcast. Well, folks, I have recently rediscovered a show、uh, that. You know, I was obsessed with、uh, as a young boy, and this show really took up took up hours upon hours of my evenings. It was something I really, really looked forward to, and you know, you'll be surprised to know that I have actually watched this show. Most of you would think Andre is all about Star Wars and Star Wars, <laughs> but I love this show, and it's this show called Huang Zhu Gege. Or my fair princess in English. I know some of you just fell off your chair because what Andre watching a Chinese show? Yes, I absolutely love Huang Zhu Gege. You know, it it goes on forever. I've recently rediscovered it, and I'm already twelve to fifteen episodes in already. Now, one of the things I love about the show is the emperor. You know, if you're familiar with the storyline, it's about you know princess, emperor, and tons of drama. One of the things that it's this regular kind of、uh, scene that happens、uh, in the show is, you know, these princesses they will get into trouble, and it looks like they are done for. It looks like this is the the end, and then the emperor steps into the scene, and then they play this epic music, and they will announce the emperor's arrival, Huang Shang Jia Dao. You know, the emperor is here. And then everything changes. It's as though as though he steps into the scene, and then all is made right, all is made well. And I can think of a few other movies that have a kind of similar kind of dynamic. We think of Aslan stepping the scene, The Chronicles of Narnia. We think of Gandalf, his appearances in The Lord of the Rings. Jared Tolkien coined、uh, a phrase called "new catastrophe," which basically is this idea of. A sudden happy turn in a story, the word "you" meaning good and catastrophe meaning destruction, and so it's a kind of good catastrophe. And so, more specifically, it would mean, you know, an event where we would logically conclude or imagine that it would mean our ultimate doom, but in effect, turns out、uh, for good, a you catastrophe. And you know, I think many ways these dramas and movies capture our soul's longing. We all long for a new catastrophe. We all long for God to step into the story, to step into our situation, to step into all that we are facing, to bring change, to turn around events for our good. You know, I've been thinking of late of the just the power of a word from God, a word from God to bring change to a situation. 
I've just been reading uh, the Gospels and particularly Matthew chapter 8, which has, you know, these stories of Jesus stepping into the picture to bring change. You know, in Matthew 8, the first story is about the man with leprosy coming to Jesus. You know, this man who has been plagued by this condition that would have ostracized him and alienated him from community. He comes to Jesus and Jesus reached out his hands and said simply, be clean be clean and then he was healed and he left and he testified of God's glory. The next story was about the faith of the centurion, the Roman centurion, who came to Jesus asking for him to heal his servant who lies at home. And Jesus just declares this word, go, it is done, as you believe it would, your servant is healed. And of course, that famous story in Matthew eight twenty three, where Jesus calms a storm. Here, the disciples were panicking, fearing for their lives. They thought all was finished, they are done for. And then Jesus gets up and proclaims simply, yet profoundly and powerfully, peace. And the storm was instantly calmed. And we often underestimate, don't we, the power of a word from God to change situation or circumstance, to bring hope and deliverance. As a people, we're often obsessed about finding information to solve whatever we have to solve. You know, we are technique obsessed. You know, we want the right techniques, the right formulas to bring the right outcomes. But rarely do we instinctively turn to God for a word, for Him to speak into the situation, the circumstance that we are facing. And I think of this passage of scripture from Psalm 33. It says this, Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, for praise from the upright is beautiful. Praise the Lord with the heart, make melody to him with an instrument of ten strings. Sing to him a new song, play skillfully with a shout of joy. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his work is done in truth. Let's skip down to verse 8. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He makes the plans of the peoples of no effect. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart to all generations. What an astounding verse that we've just read. Verse 9 says this, that when God speaks, it is done. You know, some people would say that it is impossible for God to lie because with his words, he literally speaks things into creation. Whatever God speaks and declares, it will be done. And then the, the, the passage goes on to, to tell us this, that the Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. In contrast or comparison to God's word, his voice, the wisdom, the powers of the world appear to be nothing in contrast to God's word. His word is the only word that would stand forever. And this is profound to even consider that the God who spoke the universe, creation into existence, is able and willing to speak into your life to the circumstances that you are facing. And so let us this day come to a place of a renewed value 
and reverence for God's word, for his voice in our lives. May we as a people instinctively turn to God for a word, just as you know, men in the Bible did, just as David did when he was faced with all that pressure at Ziklag, where he was under threat of being killed, where he was depressed and disillusioned and in despair. He sought God for a word and it brought change to all he was facing. I wonder how much power and deliverance we would see in our world today if God's people were to seek him once again for his word, his voice. For God spoke and it was done. So as we close off this morning, let's spend a few moments inclining our ears to hear God's voice. Let's posture our bodies in a way that communicates this desire for God's voice to speak. I think of Solomon's desire when he was asked of him, what, what do you desire, Solomon? He said, I desire wisdom and it more accurately translates to a hearing ear. Because Solomon knew this, that wisdom doesn't come from mere intellect or know-how. It comes from one who has inclined his ear to hear from God, who knows all things, and who speaks to his people. And so this day, for whatever you're facing, whether you're in trial, tragedy, or whether you just need direction in life, incline your ear this morning to hear God's voice, his word. Have a kind of holy reverence recognizing that God's word is powerful. He doesn't lie. With his word, he speaks and it becomes a reality. And so just like Aslan in Narnia, Gandalf in Lord Rings, or the Emperor from Huang Tzu Gurga, let's invite God, his voice, into our story to step into the picture this day. So in your own way, whether it is a prayer or just posturing your body, let's spend a few moments doing so. Beautiful. Amen. Well, I hope that time was special for you in a personal way. So let me close off this time with a prayer as we begin our day. Lord, I know that one word from you will change everything. I ask that you speak to me and help me to trust in your love and faithfulness today. In your name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. I'll catch you again next week. Grace and peace. Hey, Pastor Andre here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website www.thecity.sg for more information. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace.